Put down your baby and pick up a beer. Dad Jokes is back with a brand new episode. I'm Jerry, joined here by Brandon, and you're listening to the podcast of two dads going through the journey of fatherhood while you all listen to us as we go through it. Brandon, what is going on, my friend? Man, I think I say this more often than not, but I'm excited. I feel like we, we've gone to like an every two-week schedule, and I got a lot of stuff to kind of get off my chest, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to talk with you. I'll tell you what, having kids can make a short period of time seem like long because like you're right we went to this two-week span and there's a lot of stuff that happens in two weeks with kids even if it's not exciting to anyone else as a parent it seems like there's a lot going on like every day I don't know two weeks there's a lot like I said I got a whole list I'm sure you got a list it it, it is it's exciting yeah but you can't beat it it's it's constant tiredness and constant excitement (laughs) <laughs> well, you guys are getting ready to go into round two. I'm, I can't wait. We probably got, man, we probably only got one or two more recordings before you guys are parents of two. And I, I literally can't wait for so many reasons. One, I'm excited for you guys because it is awesome. Two, I'm excited because you don't know until you know. And it's one of those things where then I can just be like, yep, you know now. So it's just, it's, it's I'm, great. I'm not going to complain about anything to you. I don't want to give you the satisfaction. <laughs> it's not even complaining. It's it's yeah. just your life is just different. And again, some of it's not. It's not even like it's bad. It's just different. It, and I don't know. And I'm sure if we ever had a third, people who have three are probably laughing too because they probably know. And then if you got four or more, you're just crazy. So I can't even touch hey, you. Right now, three is looking like a stretch. I'll, I'll say that much. Yeah, I was there. I was there exactly with you. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't blame you. Um, but it. It. I don't know. It. The emotions you're gonna go through in the next month or two. It's gonna be so many highs and and just different like extremes that uh, it'll be interesting to see what you say a couple months from now. I'll. I'll be interested to see what you say. So, but but enough of what's happening in the future. What's happened in the past, Brandon? What's happened these last couple weeks in the Banks household? I'm going to get to that, but first I'm going to give you a dad joke because I'm excited about mine. Oh, that's right. I almost skipped our dad joke. Man, and, look at me. Excited kind of fits this joke to a degree. Okay. Or maybe oh, la- no. lack of excitement. Ugh. Jerry, what tech company champions flaccid penises? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, tech company? What tech company champions Flaccid penises. Something soft. I don't know. <laughs> what soft? Microsoft. Microsoft. There you Microsoft. go. Microsoft. Ran across okay. that one, thought it was pretty good. And it actually made Kelsey chuckle, which is always a barometer of a decent joke. Because she laughs at nothing Microsoft. that I have to say. That's yeah, a Microsoft. bad combo. That's a bad combo, Dad. That, especially with <laughs> what we're talking about. That's a bad combo. But if you're listening uh, right, to this like podcast, it. at least we know it worked. <laughs> yes, exactly. Put them. Uh, still counts. Still counts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I can start really, talking about my, my last couple of weeks. <laughs> um, so, um, as we brought up kind of plenty of times before, Bryce is in soccer. Um, we are taking in a hiatus um, after the new baby is born. Uh, not going to be. Um, in the next session, we're actually on the waiting list for the next session, but it filled it filled up before we could sign waiting up. Waiting list, so, oh. yeah. I mean, those those things fill up quick. Um, 
but he's been he's been doing tremendous this session uh, up until last week. And last <laughs> week, for whatever reason, and Kelsey was on the fence about going anyway, and she might not go to the, the next one. But he was infatuated with her. And she's at the stage of her pregnancy where she don't really feel like moving too much. We we are, and I'll get into it a little on, bit. You know? Mm. Yeah, she doesn't. And, and normally, it's like, so this is the first time she ever brought like a like a lawn chair to put on the like the sidelines over mm-hmm. there. Normally she's standing up or like sitting on the ground over there, but it's uncomfortable for her. So he was infatuated with her. Like we would try to do stuff and he would just say, Wanna show mommy? Wanna show mommy? And always <laughs> looking to run over her. He's never been more into her doing it. Normally it's, it's fine. So uh I think going forward it's gonna make more sense for us to uh have some some father son time alone without uh without her being involved. I think it's gonna be. Let me ask you, Brandon. Does he does he understand what's going on? Does he know there's a baby, or does he, he not? Does that not clicked? I don't think it cl- has clicked with him what a baby actually means. Like he'll point to uh-huh. kids his age and say baby. He'll point to little babies and say baby. If you ask him where's baby brother, he'll point to his stomach and his mom's stomach. He can say KJ. Like he knows baby brother's name is KJ. He like that like the I'd say the periphery has clicked, but I don't think he's gonna get it until the kids here to tell you the truth. And even then it's probably hmm. gonna take a little bit. Um and maybe we can do a better job of explaining it, but he he understands everything but the nuance, and the nuance is probably the important <laughs> part of it. So um I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know for sure exactly if if he gets it, but um, needless to say, she's not going to be, be coming to uh, too many more soccer's if he's acting <laughs> like that. Cause she can't move as much as she wants to right now. Um, my birthday was um, in between the last was last week in between the last uh, episode, and uh, Bryce and his mom spoiled me with a, a great dinner. But it is it is fun, like like I'm not really into like cake and blowing out the candles but Bryce is and so it was it was super fun to uh to put a candle out and him and I blow it out together he sang me happy birthday which is um he got through it without whining which is progress for him um we did I, I know if you've been listening for a while you know we we took Bryce to an allergist um about six months ago because we've been having some um, we had a, a little bit of a scare with peanut butter, nothing that messed with like the respiratory system, but, um, he, he basically immediately threw up every blood test, every allergy test has come back negative. Uh, so we're at the point where basically we had the consultation with the allergist. Um, she basically said we had two options. We could do the peanut butter test at the, at basically at her office, or we can do it at home. And, during this visit, we For got the there wind. at 8.30. Yeah. We got there at 8.30, and Allardis didn't actually come see us till like, 9.50. So we we decided very quickly that we were going to do this at home. Um, so we've given Bryce his first little bit of peanut butter, no reaction to it at all, which is great. Um, so we'll continue to keep introducing it to him, and hopefully it was just kind of a, a couple isolated incidents. Uh, but they did. If you have any kids going through any kind of like what looks like it may be a food allergy, uh, we brought this up in a previous episode, but look at the difference between allergy and F-Pies, F-P-I-E-S. F-Pies is more of a a gut reaction um, as opposed to like something messing with like their breathing, things like that. 
Um, we do have an EpiPen just in case now. But um, F-Pies is something that could could affect your kid and it'd be something that you have to worry about, but it's more of them throwing up as a result of eating it. And they could grow out of it as well as the allergy as well. Um, but that was something I didn't know before we started this process. And it, um, it's what we thought Bryce was going to end up having, but it looks so far so good that he, he's not, um, Couple other quick things, and we'll get we'll get into your last couple weeks, Jerry. Um, I guess a cute thing that he's been doing lately, he randomly like doesn't pronounce the first letter of things. Um, okay. So it, it is it, it's it's silly, but it's cute. And I don't know, like if he slows down, he can pronounce it. But if he's just talking regularly, you that's kind of one of those things where. Like me and Kelsey understand exactly what he's saying, but if you guys were around him, you'd probably be like, "What this kid just say?" But as an example, he he's playing hard with Riley earlier and basically reaching his hand in his mouth to get a ball out, and he kept telling Riley to rop it, rop it, Riley, rop the ball, rop it. Um, it's it's just something I I've been noticing. Is he's been doing it for a while, but it's super cool. Um, and then we last Bryce thing, we went to a preschool open house today. Um, and, a recent episode we we talked oh, yeah. about um basically choosing schools and looking at it uh and that i tell you it 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 was weird walking the halls of the school uh some of the things we talked about like basically you got to in our area for this particular school you got to register uh next month for the fall and there's a very good chance that you won't get in um, and a lot of different places are, are like this right now. Now, this is for early threes. Um, I know it's just a bunch of kids. Um, and it's, it's hard to get into of, uh, preschools. <laughs> this is actually a public, a public school. So it's not even anything crazy at this point. Um, but we're, we're looking at a few different options, but that was the first opportunity we had to kind of tour a school. Um, one thing to pay attention to is a requirement for them is that not only is your child um, potty trained, which we're working on, um, but they have to be basically independent. Like, so the the teacher can walk them to the bathroom, but the teachers do not go in the bathroom with them. So they have mm. to be able to independently use the bathroom, be able to wipe themselves effectively if needed, um, like flush the toilet, do all that, which was eye-opening. Um, for us to a degree because the potty training thing i i feel confident we're going to have that um the teachers did not seem to be phased at all they basically were like once the kid kind of sees the other kids like all doing it themselves that's it's never it's not really been that big of an issue but it's not a part of it that i really have, have thought about before um at all <clears throat> excuse me uh, and then the last thing is uh, we we've been talking about the second baby kelsey had a a doctor's appointment recently, um, and they basically told her that in two weeks at her last ultrasound, we're scheduling a time for um, the C-section to happen, and it's going to be go. end of this month or beginning of next month. And they not so subtly told her that they're, if they're and there haven't been during this pregnancy, but if there are any blood pressure issues at all, then have your hospital bag ready because we're probably going to schedule you soon after that oh, no. that visit on the 21st. So that uh I'm sitting in the basement right now that definitely needs some some me to do some work to it. Um it went from being a man cave in Bryce's room to being basically where we threw everything while we're getting Bryce moved over. So we got some work to do in the next couple of weeks. Um and I said last thing already but I'll bring it up during the next podcast episode. We're we're hitting 
the Daniel Tiger uh, exhibit this weekend. So we're doing our first family. Bryce, Kelsey, and myself, we're staying in a hotel. There's an exhibit in Grand Rapids, and it's, I'm excited. We're, we've been talking to Bryce about Daniel Tiger all week and getting him really excited about it. So, um, But more to follow on that in the next couple of weeks. What you guys been – I was long-winded today. What That's you guys right. been up to? Good stuff. Um, yeah. we, we've been up to a lot, too. Like I, I was looking through stuff, and I'm like, man, did we talk about this last time? Because it seemed like we did a lot. Um, one of the first things we did is my niece and nephew have birthdays close together. They live on the west side of the state. And so we went over there for a birthday party, a joint birthday party for my goddaughter and my nephew, um, which is super cool because um, they both were geeked for their birthday still. And um, and then uh, my nephew, he, he's uh, he's in the age where he's loving loving toys and presents. So he was all about it. He asked my sister probably 50 times if he could open presents before it was time. Um, but what was really cool too is there was they got a ton of snow. They had like over a foot of snow or something like that. And they kind of have a little hill in their backyard. So we took I took Peyton out, got her dressed up, and took her out and actually went sledding for the first time. I oh, thought she was going to hate it. I literally thought she was going to hate it. And I kind of was yeah. like this. I, I don't need, I didn't even really want to do it because we were about to leave. And I'm like, all right, let's let's go. I got talked into it, which I'm happy I did. And um, she she loved it. She thought it was great. She went sledding with me, um, went down with her uncle, went down with her aunt, went down with my my mom um, and was having fun throwing snowballs at dad um, that her uncle Jonah showed her how to do. Um, <laughs> she had a blast. It was great. She got cold at the end. You could tell. Um and uh, it's what's funny too, Brandon, is after that because she was wearing these mittens, she's been putting mittens on in the house like all the time, and she doesn't put her thumbs in the thumb holes, so she just has her hands, and, and it just she <laughs> all the time has them on. So, but no, that was super fun. So that was that was a good time. And then quickly after that, I can't remember if it was the next day, but it was soon after that, Avery said her first word. And it was just like Peyton. What was, what was that? It was Dada, which is a huge <laughs> win for me. And it was it was great because we're sitting there. Me and Macy are sitting there, and, and Avery was on the floor. And I, I heard something. But you know sometimes as parents, you're like – And I literally looked at her, and I go, did she just say Dada? And, a, and Macy kind of looked at me and was like, what? She didn't say Dada. I'm like, I think she said Dada. And then so I started going like Dada, Dada to her. And I really didn't think she was going to say anything back. And she literally started doing it. And I was like, yes. And then it was like all she was saying for a while. Now, I will That's say, Brandon, this, this was like a couple weeks ago, like right after we recorded, like a couple days after we recorded last time. But tonight, for the first time, Avery said mama. It was her second word. She said mama tonight. Oh, it's pretty times. quick. Yeah, she said she said mama. We were She was eating. And I, I, me and Macy were cleaning up. And we both kind of, I was like, did she just say mama? And she's like, she's like, I heard it. And then she kept doing it. And she's done it quite a few times. I got Dada on video really quickly. Macy got Mama on video, but she's kind of crying while saying it. So it's kind of funny. Because the Mama <laughs> video, she's like crying while saying Mama. Um, she's super happy when she's saying Dada. So I got to use that to my advantage. Yeah. Um, but but super cute and super cool. Avery's been, um, she's been, um, like I said, she's growing really fast. She's at that stage where it just seems like everything is accelerated. It's like it's moving quickly. She's not crawling, but she 100% could if she wanted to. And she, she pulls herself places and rolls everywhere. And like, she's super close. Like she definitely could do it. She just doesn't, it's just one of those things where it's not like she doesn't understand that that's a thing. So maybe we need to work a little bit more on that. But, but honestly, she's 
moving everywhere so easily. It's it's not really been an issue. Um, And she's been really up and down. She's been super happy sometimes. And we're like, man, this kid's great. And then uh, other times she's just been like terrible. Like the last couple of days, she's been like horrible at night. Um, like before bedtime and then not great at night. It's, it's weird with a kid, Brandon, I'm, as you guys have KJ and, and, the, and the second kid, it's funny. Cause sometimes you'll, you'll look at your wife and you'll be like, man, she's been really good lately. And it's been like two days. And then you'll be like, she's been terrible lately. And it's been like <laughs> two days. So yeah. in this last two weeks, she's been terrible and great in like, it's, there's no really rhyme or reason. It just seems to be day, day to day. Um, I think she might be teething a little bit again. She's coming close to another leap. But um, she's definitely growing quickly, um, which is which is is good. But also, it's like a little bit at that point where you're like, oh man, she's starting to get starting to get big, you know. Um, One thing I haven't asked you about her before, but is there anything that you feel like she she is learning more quickly or develop more quickly than Peyton because she has Peyton to kind of watch? Have you noticed anything like that yet? So I've been trying to look out for that. It's funny you said that because I actually feel like. It might almost be, and I don't, I don't know. It's I'm trying to remember the time frames. Like she seems to be doing well, but like I felt like Peyton really early wanted to climb on things and stuff, and and Avery hasn't had that need yet. Um, I feel like they talked right around the same time, but I haven't picked up on on that. I will say though that Peyton definitely had like the separation anxiety and like the um, fear of people leaving and stuff more than like Avery. I feel like Avery's used to being able to be with multiple like she's she's good with yeah. pe- lots of people she's good with um being put down a lot of time so I, I feel like probably because she has been more that that part of it's been easier but nothing that yet i think some of that stuff will come though as she starts to be able to like walk and like actually interact and play more which is actually one of the things too we're at one of the points now where Peyton's always been really good with her but you know she kind of would like play with her when she wanted to and kind of like, you know, pay attention to her for 30 seconds and then go do her own thing, you know? But lately she's actually like been really interested in like playing with her. Like she like wants to include her in everything. And she'll be like, like today I got um her out of the car and she goes, get sissy out, get sissy out, you know, like, and then like, if I put her in the crib, she's like, put, put sissy in, put sissy in. Yeah. And like, she wants to be around her sister, which is super cute. And, um, wants, you know, like, like if I'm brushing her hair, she wants me to brush sissy's hair or, you know, she just, she's, she's really like into her sister in a positive way, which is, which is really cool. So that's been super cute. Um, we also did a lot of, a lot of things over the last two weeks. We had people over for, um, one of the playoff games for the lions, which there was a bunch of kids over. That was a lot of fun. The kids did great. Um, then my dad came over for the next game. And she had to spend some time with her grandpa, and she was loving on him. That was that was a lot of fun because um, she doesn't see him um, always th- that often. So that was that was good, and she was definitely wanting grandpa's attention. Um, and then uh, you know Peyton though has had a little bit. We talked about it last podcast, but she's had a little bit of the terrible twos. Definitely, she she seems to get emotional and upset at least a couple times a day. Typically, always centered around clothes and food are just two hot topics now. I mean, clothes is just an issue with that girl, twenty four seven. I think you got like sixteen more years of that, dog. It's it's man, it's terrible with clothes. It's just tough. And the grandparents, it's so bad. The grandparents will text us. I got pants on her today because she like always wants to only wear dresses. (laughs) Like it's just like legit. It's bad. Um, 
but you know she's also a lot of fun when she's when she's in a good mood uh a, a sad thing or a bad thing is is I talked about a, a couple months ago Brandon she had really tough issues like going to the bathroom she didn't poop for a while and it was like really kind of traumatic and she was struggling she had that again she actually just went tonight for the first time in a few days and, and was definitely in a ton of pain so that's tough I, I don't know we got to figure out if it's diet or something going on with her because obviously now it's not just the one time it's been multiple times and it's just she she is in like a lot of pain when it's happening and just really struggles so I don't know again if it's diet or something something else that we can maybe help out with so um we're, we're gonna probably look more into that and talk to the pediatrician but that's I mean that's tough. I mean she finally went tonight though, which was good. Um, yeah, and, then, and what the listeners don't know is we got in the back of our heads, we got a, an issue that a friend's kid had, where yeah. that that happened for uh, about a week, and they couldn't go. And they actually had mm-hmm. to had to go to the hospital. So that it's uh it's it's tough to I, I can imagine from your end for you guys to to go through that with that in the back of your head too. Yeah, I mean, for days she will, like, randomly just, like, be straining and, like, crying practically because she can't go for, like, 15, 20 minutes at a time. And then she'll be fine for an hour or two and then do it again. And then you just – so it's tough. But uh, she did finally go. Um, And then lastly, Brandon, today was the first day of swim class for um, Peyton and Avery. Peyton's had gone to swim class before. But this was the first time Avery had ever gone, and then this is obviously the first time that we've done them together. So it was it's kind of interesting. I left right from work, went right to the place where we go to the swim class. Macy met me there. The kids were being kind of crazy, so I felt bad. Um, and we had to get them changed, and which is a whole thing because Peyton Godly. again. Uh, Why did I sign up for two kids? Oh my I'm gosh, man! It was a right pain now. with two people. We're in the family locker room. There's tons of other people in there. <laughs> We're trying to get Peyton changed. She doesn't want to put a bathing suit on because, again, she hates changing or any clothes. Um, you know, Avery was cranky. I'm, we're, we got to get changed. But but the good news is, Brandon, once we got in the water, they both did really, really well. Avery loved it. Well, she loves water, so we kind of were expecting that. But I was honestly nervous about Peyton. And Peyton, um, after a little bit, like she wasn't bad, but she was kind of like shy. And then she started warming up and was doing great. And uh actually listening to the teacher doing what they were telling her and she she had a lot of fun um now getting them changed back into normal clothes and leaving was also an adventure um so we'll see how this all goes but it was it was a lot of fun but it will show you brandon i mean two kids i mean again if you had i don't even know what we would have done if you had three um but it was it's a lot trying to organize clothes and changing and keeping people safe not falling i mean it was a lot but it it was a good time so they did swim class together um, and we got definitely a, a, well, quite a few more weeks of that, but it was cool because we both got to be there and, and be a part of it where with Peyton, it was mostly Macy and I, and I came a couple times, but it, you know, just, it didn't work out with my work schedule. So this, this one hopefully will work out. And I'm actually excited too, cause we're, we're going to gymnastics, um, which is normally a class that Peyton takes when I'm at work this weekend. So I'll get to go see her at her gymnastics class too. So that'll be, be a lot of fun, but yeah, we've, we've been up to a lot, Brandon, and, and it's been, uh, chaotic as always but but a lot of fun as always too it, it sounds like we both have a lot on our plates right now but we'll yeah. uh and and i'm saying that you got me thinking about swim class and how hard it was getting bryce like e- efficiently because oh. we're always it feels like we're always kind of in a rush because we're both coming out of work and then you uh-huh. got the time that you got it and you're trying to get him in and out and into the class quickly mm-hmm. and the only good news that, brandon is everyone two. Everyone there is in the same boat. Is in the same, yeah. 
Correct. I mean, and you can tell it's just chaos and everyone's got different versions of chaos, right? You know, so I just it that makes you feel good. At least it's, it's nobody has all their stuff together. So but it, it, it is chaos and it was uh, it was a little chaotic. But it but the fact that they both behaved and it went well made it worth it. If they would have been little terrors, that would have been troublesome. But they yeah. weren't. So that was good. Um, but Brandon, piece of baby gear that you got this week. You got anything to go over uh, baby gear? Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. So my piece of baby gear, we can we can thank Kelsey like we can thank her for ninety percent of the pieces of baby gear. I think she finds a reason to buy stuff and she can use the podcast as an excuse. <laughs> Smart as to Smart. why Bryce has a has a ton. But uh, this is actually on sale right now uh, at Sam's Club. So uh, recently, my in laws were were over helping put the closet system in for uh, Bryce's new room. And Bryce was infatuated with the power drill um, that my, my in-law was using. He, he's always interested when I'm using mine as well. And so they have a Bosch toy power tool set that Kelsey <laughs> saw. Cool. And it's on clearance right now uh, at Sam. So it's normally 40 bucks. has a power drill, has a, a saw. No, has it's not, a, Macy. It's not on sale. Yeah. Not. <laughs> it is on sale. So it, it, it got marked down from 40 bucks to $23. Uh, which is pretty significant. You can get it online or in store, but you got to have a Sam's Club membership. Um, but I mean, it, it has a lot. Got a little light. Has a, has goggles, headphones, a saw, um, screwdriver, stuff like that. Is so he has not got it yet. That is going to be a present that he gets uh, when his little brother uh, gets ah. here. Um, but it's uh, it, it's something that jumped out at me, and I wanted to make sure our listeners knew because I don't know how long it'll be on sale. <laughs> All right. That, that is pretty cool. Although all, all the little things in it, I know sound like selling points to me. I'm just thinking of things that get lost or, or put in random places and end up all over the house. They're actually a pretty good do. size. So oh, you gosh. can probably keep good track on them. There you go. Um, <laughs> my piece of baby gear, uh, Brandon, is, is much smaller. It's actually something I bought for um, Avery for Christmas. And ironically, so did someone else. I can't remember. I think it was her, his, her grandparents that did too. Um, but so she has two of them, but anyways, it's the Enzimo, A-N-Z-I-M-O baby sensory teething toy. Um, and basically what it is, is it, is it this little toy that has like a ton of little rubber knobs on it that the baby can bite on. And there's also like rings and it rattles and you can twist it and make a little noise. Anyways, Avery loves it, chews on it all the time and it's $9 on Amazon and you can put it in the um, car seat with them. You can put it, you know, when they're hanging on the floor in their chair or wherever they, you, you know, they're at. And it's, I mean, it's cheap and it's it doesn't take up a lot of space. And like I said, she she likes it and it's good for teething too because it's like I said, rubber knobs. So and they're like some of them have like different like bumps and stuff on them or grooves. So she she plays with it quite a bit. And uh, you know, when you're that age, there's not a ton of toys that they love. But that seems to be one that she she actually likes a decent amount. And it's funny, I asked Macy a piece of baby gear that I should go over, and I had that written down. And then when she was thinking, she mentioned it too. So we kind of had the same thought. So obviously it's good enough where we both thought of it. So I thought I'd mention it, especially if you got young kids. I would say a kid under one for sure. Um, I would recommend it, you know, for any any baby as soon as they're okay to put stuff in their in their mouths and whatnot. You can't beat it. 
He can't. Under 10 bucks, he definitely can't beat that. Because when they get older, you stuff always seem to have, like, I think I got, like, a good deal on something. And then you come in with something that's, like, $4 or 57 cents. <laughs> well, yeah, because um, the one who spends the money in the family isn't on the podcast. She's the one who buys it. And, does, and then, like, Kelsey tells you, Macy just doesn't tell me what stuff costs. And so I don't want to look it up for the podcast. I just. Okay, I'm going to get in trouble for house. saying this. But, Kelsey, fast forward 30 seconds. So when we originally bought this, or I say we, when she did, she was telling me, like, basically, it's, hey, I got this crazy deal. I was at Sam's, and I only paid $14 for this thing. Actually, I think she said $13. She's like, it was originally priced 50 bucks. I was like, oh, man, that's a crazy deal. Like, And, and I always tell her, I don't need to know what it, if you already bought it, I don't even know what it costs. Don't even tell me. Like, whatever. <laughs> right. Don't, don't even tell me. You, you work. You got your own money. I ain't worried about it. But she volunteers this information. We're preparing for the podcast. I was like, hey, can you send me the link to that? And what did you pay for it again? And then she was like, I think it was like 16 bucks. I'm like, I'm like I knew what she told me. I was like, that ain't what you told me. You paid for it. She's like, well, <clears throat> it was still a great deal. Yada, yada, yada. I get the link. It was originally priced $10 less than what she said it was originally priced. And we paid $10 more than what she originally paid. So in my mind, I just lost $20. <laughs> So yeah, that's great. She ran it on herself. <laughs> yeah, she she did uh, unintentionally. Pretty, I'm I'm going yeah. to pay for that. <laughs> yeah, for sure you are, especially because you got a, <laughs> another kid on the way. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, but Brandon, this week we have a topic. It's kind of exciting. Um, one of our listeners reached out to us last week, which we appreciate every single time one of you guys do that. Um, again, it's it's we love hearing from each and every single one of you. We try to do our best to respond. Um, but we had someone reach out that hadn't reached out before and they mentioned a topic idea and I actually thought it was a good idea because of my experience, but also because of what you guys are currently going through with the second baby on the way. And basically they said um, they're expecting their first child and they wanted to know what are some questions you should ask the doctor or the OB, you know, as a dad when you go in there because you know, it is kind of intimidating. You're like, what should I ask? What should I not ask? What should I say? What should I not say? So we're going to kind of go over a list of questions that you can ask or that you might want to ask um, if you're either a first-time dad or a second-time dad or third-time dad. doesn't matter. These are questions that you might want to ask. Because I can tell you, from my experience, Brandon, I asked a bunch of questions the first time. And then the second time, I didn't remember half the stuff. So it wasn't like, oh, I asked it the first time. I don't need to ask it again. Because you forget. You go on yeah. to being the parent, and you forget the pregnancy stage. So you, I actually I took notes to the myself. first time. So I'm, I like consult old notes that I wrote or right. old old podcast episodes, stuff like that. But Correct. like you said, shout out, shout out to Marcus. Um, he actually wrote a, a really touching comment on one of our, our Facebook posts as well. And like you, you and I were standing next to each other at work. You showed me, and then uh, Marcus that that brought a little tear to a. To a, to a young man's eye, it uh, it made me feel good. That's what what you said was the reason that we we honestly we got into this and do it. Um, so we we always really appreciate um any any comments or feedback that we get, positive or negative. If there's something you guys want to hear, um, just just let us know. But I definitely want to make sure we shout out Marcus like you like you just did. We appreciate you for sure. We de- we definitely do. Um, but yeah, Brandon. So so questions you can ask. Um, or should ask is, um, or, you know, I guess we can categorize them into different categories or, or, you know, of what isn't, you know, at what stages. So early on, um, some good questions, if you don't know, um, 
are asking your OB like, hey, when should we assume the baby can be born? Like at what stage should we really be prepared for this to happen? Obviously, anything can happen, but that's a good question to ask um, because like like you guys, for example, they, they say like once 37 weeks comes that that's pretty much when a baby is considered full term. And, if, and at that point in time, 37 weeks on is kind of what I was told when you can expect the baby to be born. And then usually you're not going to go much longer than a week after the baby is due before they're going to do something. So really 37 to 41 weeks is kind of that window where you should be expecting it unless there's something that arises or changes or if you have twins, for example. But that's that's a question that definitely is worth asking. Um, another one worth asking early on is um, basically is there anything at whatever stage you're at that your wife shouldn't or significant other shouldn't be doing. So is there any limitations? Is there anything they should stop doing now or need to be doing different or that I can help out with to make things better? So, you know, if there's limitations physically speaking or even dietary speaking, um, those are things that you want to know so that you can help them while they're at home. Those are a couple early questions, Brandon. And what are some other early questions that you, you guys asked or maybe um, thought about asking? Yeah, for sure. I wanted to think about when we first found out we were pregnant, like, A, from a process standpoint, it kind of sucks because we found out super early. Like We knew, I want to say, two to three weeks in. I might be missing that by a week. But they the doctor wouldn't schedule us with Bryce until, I want to say, we like it was 10 weeks. Like You basically were waiting. Like I was waiting like a month and a half to be able to talk to this doctor. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime... I'm all over the internet looking at things to ask, yada, yada, yada. So um, with you and I work schedule, one thing that was important for me, especially we during COVID this first go around, things have been a little bit lax, but A, what appointments can I come to? B, how often are the appointments? Um, so yep. I, wanted, I wanted basically a schedule. And then Kelsey and I, that's when we really started using our shared calendar. Um, because I wasn't missing an appointment. That was just my mentality mm-hmm. on it. If, if there was an ultrasound involved, I wanted to be there. Uh, and the other thing is just from a, I mean, from a dad perspective, all we can really do is support. We're not carrying a baby. The last thing I want, and it, it you don't want to necessarily think like this, but I don't want any news that my wife to hear that I'm not there to also offer support on. Right. Um, which which is sometimes it's not what you want to think about, but that those are things that happen at these appointments at times. They're searching for a baby's heartbeat. They're um, they're they're looking for the baby using the ultrasound machine, things like that. So you want to make sure that you are there for support, but also because I, I mean it's my kid. I want to I want to make sure I'm as involved in po- as possible. So that was a big big thing for us. Um, what can and what should um, mom take? Is, is, a, is a very good question to ask in the beginning. Um, what prenatal vitamins uh, are you recommending? Um, typically, if you are intentionally trying to have a child, that that's something that you start taking before or, or while you're trying. Um, but also, if, if you haven't, what does the doctor recommend? Um, and that goes along the lines of, of what Jerry mentioned with what, what can they eat, what can they, what can they take. And I also wanted to know what to expect. Like mm-hmm. you, you hear the horror stories from people you work with, uh, other 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 people that you know, but from the doctor's perspective, what are symptoms I I can expect my wife to have? How can I help? Uh, what are things that we can do together? 
um, to, to help work through them. So those were, uh, I'd say, as we found out um, Bryce was born, those are things that, that are important to ask. Um, and then we'll, there's a few other things in the, in the first trimester that we asked as well, but I'll, I'll defer to you uh, to keep going. Yeah, another big one um, that actually I don't think I did ask. I think we had the information, but it's definitely important is is uh, who should you contact in the case of an emergency or complications or issues, right? Like usually your, your wife uh, is going to have that information, but like what if she can't call or what if she can't communicate stuff to you? So you want to know what you should do in certain situations. If there's an emergency that arises or there's there's questions and stuff like that, who should you call? Um, who should you ask for? That's that's an important thing to ask early on, um, especially if they don't mention it. They, they might, and they probably will, but if they don't, um, I definitely recommend asking that. Um, and then another question is um, that I actually like a lot is, do you recommend any books or literature for me to read or apps? Is there something that you think that would, would be, you know, as your experience as a doctor that you think would be valuable for me to read my wife to read or both to read um, that, that can go a long way. So they, they probably Doc, have what, seen it. What podcast would you recommend we listen to? Yeah. What podcast? To we need to get in front of OBs. We need to get in front <laughs> yeah. of OBs and tell them to be recommending us. <laughs> Just new, new brainwave idea. Um, but yeah, so asking them what, what you should be, uh, researching or reading, uh, things like that, um, can, can be beneficial for you. They might even have a book there or something like that. Like, Oh, this is a book I recommend to everyone. Um, you know, check it out. So those are a couple other questions early on that I think are, are worth asking Brandon. You said you had a couple other for first trimester. Um, yeah, for those? sure. Uh, the, the elephant in the room for me was how quickly can we find out for sure what the heck we're having? I know your experience was the exact yep. opposite. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I mentioned the appointments earlier and, and knowing how often you're going to have to commit if you're going to every one. But you also want to know what those appointments are. Some appointments are more um, important than others. So you got like your and this is this one is another question, but basically asking about uh, options for genetic testing. Some people decide not to do it. Some people decide to do it. That's completely up to you. Um, but it, it does give you an idea of of what to potentially expect um, going forward when you when your child is born as well. Um, but you got anatomy scan. Um, so as as you're you're looking at the schedule of what's to come, um, you need to know what the imp- really important ones are to pay attention to as well. Um, and then the the other thing for me in like the first second trimester um, was what are the signs of like preterm labor? Jerry mentioned what do we do in case of emergency? Um, what should we be paying attention to? Um, you you should be uh, well versed in what Braxton Hicks is and the, the kind of the definition of that, even though that starts really in the third trimester. Because um, I know we've experienced this way more this uh, pregnancy than we did with Bryce. Kelsey's been in a lot of pain, a lot of un- been very uncomfortable throughout the pregnancy. And my big thing always, and I'm, I'm getting her to describe the symptoms, but also like it's hard to differentiate what is like important enough to have a doctor talk about or talk to a doctor about what's an emergency or what's just normal. Um, and you got to have pretty good communication with your wife. Um, and also she needs to be communicating with her doctor and, in these cases, I would rather over communicate than under communicate from from that perspective. Yep. 
Um, another another good one too that I I kind of was confused at early on, but like one, what is the due date? So if you don't know the exact due date, ask them what the due date is, and then ask them like what that means and how it can change because. Technically, I found out that you can't change the due date unless it changes by, I think it's more than five days. So unless they have something that says it's going to be five days difference, they'll keep the same due date. Even if stuff is tracking three days off or four days off, they don't change your due date. Um, so, you know, asking. It's them, also weird how they come up with the due date, which yeah, that was not. That was it's from like a it's based on the last there. period. Correct. It's, it's literally based, based on, on the last period. When you actually got pregnant. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, exactly when that happened. Correct. Like, so it is, but it's, it's worth asking about. And then, and I remember with Peyton, I don't think they even said our due date. Like it was on something and Macy kind of like had figured it out, but I'm like, they didn't tell us when our due date, (laughs) like I was like tripping about it, but like I could ask, right? Like that probably drove you crazy. Oh, it did. I was kind of like stressed out about it. Um, and then another thing, kind of you mentioned it with Braxton Hicks, but like, what are some warning signs or things that we should look out for? Like, Hey, if this happens, I should be concerned. Like, when should we look to con- contact a doctor, basically? So what is normal? What is not normal? That's a good question to ask because especially the first pregnancy, they're going to go through things that they're not, they don't know what's normal or not normal. So they, you definitely want to ask so that you, you can kind of tell what is normal or not. And if you hear it, even though they might have heard it, it's good because then if they're kind of experiencing it, they might be freaking out a little bit or kind of like, and you can kind of be like, well, is it this, is it, you know, you can kind of talk them through it because of what the doctor said, um, you know, and that, that might be helpful to, to be a support position from, from that knowledge. For sure. Um, some other things that you make, we asked early, actually Kelsey was, uh, ahead of this, but like, as she was choosing her OB, um, but you definitely want to know this before the child is born. Um, what, how far is the doctor willing to take it for lack of a better way to put it before a, a C-section is considered as an option um, for, and, and each doctor's answer to this may be a little bit different. Um, it was important for Kelsey to try the vaginal birth route first and foremost, second and third <laughs> um, foremost. Um, but we, she wanted an OB that kind of aligned with what she wanted from that perspective um, and wasn't necessarily just trying to, for lack of a better way to put it with me, just like kind of get it over with, get the kid out. Um, Cause that's a, that's a very major surgery that's happening. Um, it can be traumatic for both mom and baby. Um, so you want to know, you want to make sure early on that uh, what you want aligns with what the OB wants and, or you make that very clear um, from, from your perspective. Um, you want to know, you want to, know how to create a birth plan. Um, so is that involving your, um, your OB? Are you getting others involved based on what you want? Um, and then as we kind of gear towards actually getting ready for the birth, what can you do to prepare um, for, for labor and delivery? Uh, from, from dad's perspective, what can you do um, to, uh, what breathing exercises can you do with your child? Are there any child birthing classes that, um, your your doctor recommends for you both to take so that you you know exactly what to do as well um and then the the last thing i guess not last thing but uh, for right now what what pain relief options do you want so this is a conversation that you should research um yourselves before you have a conversation with your doctor 
but also ask your doctor what pain relief options are available um, for you during labor so you you know what what choices you have yeah those are those are all good ones brandon um another one that's kind of key that sometimes you don't think about but um ask the ob are you the one who's going to personally be there when the baby is being delivered one thousand percent and what if you're not because they obviously get you know if it's not you then who is it and are we going to meet them ahead of time or tell me about them um, like Macy, the first time we went through the midwives, so we knew it was going to be one of the team, right? And we tried to meet multiple people on the team. But the second time, it was we 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 the OB our OB was supposed to be there, and she ended up being there. But we didn't see her till the very very end, you know. And that was definitely a concern of ours. So um, asking who's going to be delivering the baby, and then what's Plan B, C, and D, you know, if if it's not the actual person there. So that that's important. And then on the, along the same lines. Probably the most important question to me, or at least well, the one that was on my mind, is what to expect the day of, right? What is the process? Okay, how do we know to come in? When we come in, what happens then? Where do we go? What is, you know, like kind of figuring out like what is actually going to happen the day of the birth or like in their minds, like if it goes smoothly. And, and that can be important too because they can kind of set expectations for you um, based on delivering hundreds or thousands of babies versus just kind of you in your head having an idea of what you think it might be like. So those are those are two big ones for me, Brandon. Yeah, for sure. And, and another thing to do, because as crazy as it is, we don't know anyone who has our birth story with Bryce um, and what we had to go through. Uh, and that's not something that they would have prepped us for necessarily either. So it listening to podcasts like this will kind of – that's the second time I've kind of given us a pat on the back. I probably need to calm down. Um, but, no, pat um, away. Pat away. <laughs> uh, that, that could be a joke. Padawan. Uh, but uh, ultimately, you should um, do your research. There are birth stories on YouTube. Be careful not to listen to just like the horror stories. <laughs> yeah, you don't wanna... exactly. Be careful. And actually, da- from, from a dad's perspective, you might want to screen that because sometimes it's a little easier for us to hear, mm-hmm. hear some of that because it's not actually – happening to us um but you you do need to have an idea of what you're expecting to jerry's point we we didn't see our ob um we saw him the first visit and go back and listen to to bryce's birth story um to kind of hear everything that we went through there um but both times he didn't really come in until the end Mm-hmm. Um, like Jerry said, is is you're dealing with a bunch of other people who are at the hospital twenty four seven, um, as opposed to that. But speaking of the hospital, what signs indicate that I'm going into labor? Like what do how do you how do you know that it's one thing versus hey, we need to actually uh grab grab these bags that we've been we've had packed up and go to the hospital. Um so what signs indicate it? When should I head to the hospital? Um and then from dad Ask them straight up, how can you be involved in the delivery? And come up with a plan with them and with your partner. Know beforehand if you want to be the one that can cut the umbilical cord. Um, discuss everything and, and how you want to uh, be involved. And honestly, Jerry, I think that's well, – yeah, we've had a pretty comprehensive list. That's my, uh, yeah. that's my final yeah. one. The last two things I'll say is, one, um, if they say things you don't understand – or if they like are testing for certain things, you don't know what they're testing for. Ask. There's nothing wrong with asking. Hey, what are you testing for there? Or hey, I don't know what that means. Can you explain it to me? 
Don't be shy. It's your kid and your wife or significant other you're talking about. Ask the questions um, if it comes up and you don't know what they're talking about. And then secondly, um, I've been a part of this in the positive way and a negative way, but you are the father. You have every right to be there and ask questions and be a part of the process. So don't feel like you aren't allowed to talk or be a part of it. Because I've been in the room where they looked at me like I, I could have been like, the janitor or the random dude that just was coming in to like grab a clipboard and leave because they don't even look, they don't, they they literally don't acknowledge you and they almost talk about you like you're not there. And I've also been in there where they were really inclusive and do a great job, including me. So either way, you're the the dad, you're the father. You're allowed to be a part of the conversation. Don't be shy about that. Don't feel like you're not. Um, Obviously mom's starting to show. I'm too big for that, Jerry. I crack some doctor's heads. Oh man, I mean, and most of the, most of our experiences were good, but I did have a couple where I'm like, "What is happening right now?" They were really asking Macy, like, basically, if um her husband abuses her while I'm sitting next to her, and I'm like, "What is happening?" <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. Man, ever. what kind of vibes were you giving off, Jerry? It's like, no, they're going through a questionnaire, like, and that's on the I know, questionnaire. I know, I know what you're talking but about, but it's like it was crazy because like Macy's like looking at me, I'm like, "What is happening like right now?" And like she's acting like I'm not in the room. Like, and the and other you thing to- too, at that like, point, you told her, no. Yeah. Well, the crazy part is, I'm I'm literally that's thinking in my head, which I know you can't say this, but you're like, do you really think if like someone was that while I'm sitting next to her, they're gonna be like, yeah, he does? Like, come on, this is just dumb. But what? Yeah, at least wait I know till they I gotta go to do the bathroom. it. <laughs> like, I know they gotta do it, but it just seemed like I was like, this is crazy. So, anyways, those are some questions. Like you said, Brandon, um, you can find lots more online or, or listening to podcasts or reading books so you know ask away don't be afraid to ask write them down when you think of them too because you might think of one and not have an appointment for a week or two so write it down um consult with your your wife before going in on your appointments too because they might have similar ones or different ones or, or already know the answer so it's always good to have that conversation on the way to the doctor's office too so uh, but that's a good place to stop. Again, thank you, Marcus, for the topic idea. It was a good one to talk about that um, uh, we hadn't before. I know we touched on some things before, but n- not in depth like we did today. So definitely appreciate the the topic idea. But, uh, Brandon, then you know what time that means. It means it's time for my dad joke. Are you ready? Jerry, I'm waiting with bated breath. So, Brandon, why can't pirates... Finish the alphabet. Uh, They can't get past arg. (laughs) No, they always get lost at sea. (laughs) Ah, I actually like that one. That's pretty. Yeah, it's very dad jokey. Um, but no, I thought that was that was clever. So, um, not not too bad. Um, but yeah, like basically, this is the part of the show where we get to do the shameless plug and tell us. Tell all of you to like us on all our social media pages, write reviews. Um, but really, this episode happened because someone told us they wanted us to hear about a topic. So always give us your recommendations. We try to make it happen if we can. Um, we like hearing from each and every single one of you. Don't be shy. We're not shy. So talk to us. Tell us what you think. Tell your friends about us. That's the biggest compliment you can give. If you have anyone that's a dad, um, whether they've been a dad for a long time, whether they're about to be a dad, Tell them to listen to us. We, we like to to have more listeners and, and more people engaged. So we, we really, really, really appreciate all you guys. We just hit over 50,000 um, listeners or, or downloads all time um, a couple weeks ago. So, 
again, it's been it's been a fun ride, and we want to keep growing and, and keep hearing from all of you guys. So, But until next time, as always, I'm Jerry, joined here by Brandon, and you've been listening to Dad Jokes. <laughs> <laughs>